Right, g'day guys and welcome back to another episode of Swinging Down Under. This is episode 108. Daryl, what's the start date? Um, I'm going to say it's 12.3.5. Oh, excellent. Yeah, which well. is totally not a thing, but <laughs> you know, if we go with start dates, we might as well make them as unrealistic as possible. I love it. I love it. Hey guys, today is a very special episode. It is an explicit episode. Now, if you've been listening to us for a little while, you may have recognized that there is no intro to this particular episode. Daryl, ask me why there's no intro. Oh, um... Kate, yeah. why is there no intro to this episode? Well, that's because I made a very special episode intro, Daryl. Would you like to hear it? Oh, God. Oh, get ready. Are you ready? I'm not ready. I'm not yeah. ready. This is... Oh, I'm out already. Morning. Morning. <laughs> this is an explicit, explicit, explicit <sighs> podcast by Swinging, Swinging Down Under. <sighs> If you're underage or don't want to listen to threesomes, sex stories, or sex positions, then please skip this episode. Morning. Morning. (gasps) Holy. (sighs) Holy shit, Batman. What do you Um, think? uh, It's terrifying is what it is. I made that. You made it, yeah. I I made that months and months ago, and I've been waiting to use that for so long. I actually feel like I need to, like... You know, like cut myself out of this explicit contract. Do you need to do a douching like, just because you feel? Oh, like- I feel a little. I feel a little dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's going on in today's episode, guys? We are sitting here. We're doing a little something a little bit out of the ordinary. I am currently sitting here with uh, a sex pill in front of me. Both Daryl and I are going to take some sex pills as we record this episode, and then we're going to tell you whether or not it's bullshit or whether they work. So for Patreons, we're also recording this and you can see photos and I'll put photos up of the products that we're actually using on Twitter. But I'm currently sitting here with this monkey looking acid type pill that is suggesting it's the best female sex sexual enhancer. And look, I bought this in the United States for a cool $6.95. So I'm going to go ahead and take this pill while Daryl explains what he's going to take on the podcast episode. Okay. So I am actually going to apparently take half a Half a thing of Cialis, half a tablet of Cialis. Now, um, this is from uh, – we bought these overseas. Okay, I'm, I'm taking this giant pink pill. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take a half of one of these one of these pills because they're 20 milligrams and, you know, I've not really had an issue with, with um, erectile dysfunction, so I really don't want my penis to explode. So we're just taking half a pill, and if I still have a, an erection within four hours, I will be going to the doctor to have the blood extracted from my penis with a very large syringe. Something to look, look, something to look forward to if it all goes really, really wrong. So this tells me that it will provide hotter sex, better vaginal lubrication, increased arousal and intense orgasms, and suggests to take it for half an hour. Now, getting back to today's episode. half an hour before? Half an hour before, yes. Okay, so should I be taking this now? Take it now, yeah. Do I have any water or am I just yeah, expecting just there. to scoff it down? <laughs> There's some water on your table. Come on. So why are we doing this? We wanted to create a little bit of a fun atmosphere as we talk about today's uh, sexual explicit By podcast. By me, her. By me, I mean me. And uh, today we're going to be doing uh, a podcast in a few parts. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys and we're going to share some erotica that uh, Daryl and I actually wrote together and we'll get into that a little bit more soon. And we're going to do some extractions from previous podcast episodes. We're going to talk about a female male female fantasy that I had that I haven't shared anywhere else before. And really just talk about, you know, missing dick and pussy, to be honest. I don't know about you, but that's... <laughs> okay, then. So hence the um, really weird, explicit yep. thing you started out with there, which I might add, and I want to come back to and say how weird it was. Do you think it was weird or do you think it was co- like slightly cool? Come on, give me something. It was, I mean, it was like 98% 
weird 2% cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Coolness. So I'm currently sitting here in my lingerie and we're getting ready to record the podcast episode. And the reason that I wanted to kind of come in my lingerie is to really amp up the fact that we're taking the sex... Was that C-O-M-E or C-U-M? C-U-M, because we're, you know, talking about explicit stuff, I've just taken some sexual enhancement pills and... Uh, we're supposed to wait half an hour, though. Should we come back in half an hour to see whether <laughs> Well, the, the point is that as we progressively talk about more and more sex acts and sexual things, that this may actually heighten our arousal. So, okay. hence why... So, are we having a 10-minute 10 10 minute update? Every 10 minutes, we should probably give an update then on our sexual arousal. On, on our limits, sure, sure thing. Should we set an alarm for that? No, nah, I don't think so. We can figure it out. We're adults. We're pretty good like that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> 35 minutes from now you'll get your first update. That's my tip. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and get into it. The first item here, or well, the first thing we want to talk about, is actually in some erotica sexting. Now, Daryl and I, a little while ago, actually a couple of years ago, I backtrack, a couple of years ago, we tag team sexted. A couple before. So what I mean by that is we were in a group chat with another couple and Daryl and I, I went... I can't believe you used two pages for this. I know, so bad. We couldn't so just bad turn it over. We went, now let's just colour tree on the way through. We went backwards and forwards and were sexting this other couple, incorporating them into our erotica. And it was something that we enjoyed doing together. And actually, I think we should probably do this a little bit more often because I also think that it helps with the flirt game. Uh, yes, I would agree. I believe that some of the uh, things with your name against them here, even though have C against them, are in fact written by D. No, no, I wrote all of these. I remember very specifically. I think did you, I send you any? No, this I is all me. I feel like I did. No, because you weren't. We weren't near each other at the time. I think you were. You were. Yeah, like no, a, but I can still send them to you via, via text no. message. You know, like WhatsApp. There's mountains of ways I could have got it to you. I could have done it in Morse code. You, you could have. We've taken a fucking long time. I mean, this is a long <laughs> bit of writing for Morse code. But. Now, the people that we were sexting with, we're not going to share who they are. We've called them Mr. and Mrs. for ambiguity. And uh, let's go ahead and get let's started. Let's just say that they're fucking hot. Let's say they're hot. All they right. are fucking. No, I'm not like saying it. They actually are fucking hot. Like they, they fuck well and they're hot? Yeah, that as well. Nice. Yeah, fucking and hot. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I've got a semi, got a, I've got a semi hard on already. It's got nothing to do with the Cialis would be my guess. Well, that's another thing. It's a, <laughs> a bit hard to do like a blind study on this, isn't it really? Because we're talking about erotica. Because I'm not blind. We've taken, we've taken sex pills and, you know, we're sitting here talking about sex stuff and, you know, quite frankly, I'm sitting in laundry. So I'm going to attribute some of that to me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what are we going to go with the 3, 3% and 80, um, you know, the same split on cool on cool weird that we did with the intro music yeah i, I don't okay. I, I don't care let's let's crack on <laughs> let's read some erotica okay so i get to start here am i putting on my erotic voice or should we just read this let's try let's try to make it a little bit sexy for the audience out there i think it'll start when i walk through the metal detector at the airport my cuck wow good start <laughs> my cock hard from the stu cock ring that i'm wearing and i have to explain why the metal wand beeps every time it waves past my ass the butt plug is heavy, but I wish I were wearing my tail so Mister could pull it out later today. We wait for the transport and the Mexican heat is, is lovely on our skin. Caesarec nipples under her shirt, naked and pointing to the sky. My hard cock rubbing against the seam of my pants, teasing the rim of my head. I can feel the heat coming from C's pussy as we sit in the transport. Anally ple- anal pleasure driving her wetness. I squirm on the seat as my clit flicks over the seam seam of my jeans, so close to finding a release as my panties start to tighten and sink into my wet pussy. My hand slips up C's thighs as we bump along the Mexican road, my cock dripping with pre-cum 
as I think of my mouth on Mrs. Pussy. See teasers, Mr.'s cock and balls. A bump wakes me from my daydream to notice we're about halfway to desire. Should I fuck see in the bus? Would anyone notice or care? I can see her biting her lip. Fuck, she's hot. My breast bounce as the butt plug pulses in my ass, driving, driven by the seat. Nipples brushing my shirt, clit touching my jeans, butt plug touching a spot. Enjoy, I'm enjoying the deep breaths and bouncing breaths of sea. Watching her eyes close as she, as she gets closer to orgasm, but knowing that desire appears to be closer than her orgasm does. As we approach the resort... We want to keep going and not miss the moment. We request the driver to pull through the desired car park so we can finish. I'm struggling to get out of the car given my rock-hard cock. I can see that C is angry about not finishing but has a gleam in her eye. What is she thinking? Well, I've spotted Mr. and Mrs. in the lobby ready to welcome us to the resort, but they don't have a room yet either. We make our way out of the car and they can see my rosy cheeks and are curious what we've been up to in the car. The check-in staff offer us a change room to get into our resort clothes. We look over at Mrs. and Mr. and give them a wink and a deep kiss, grab their hands and lead them to the small change room. Mrs. and Mr. follow, wondering where we are going with this mysterious walk. We enter the change room, slightly dark and shielded from the hot Mexican sun. It's cool inside, but we are pulsing with desire. C steps forward and takes action, no longer being able to resist her temptations. First, she kisses Mr., she kisses him deep. Hands also on Mrs. She swiftly moves them closer together and soon has her lips on Mrs. Fed by the shameless touching, my cock that I thought was hard firmed even more. Wanting to get to C and Mrs. Sees me behind C with my cock resting between her ass cheeks, also touching whatever is in reach. The passion in the kissing increases as Mrs. and C start to grind on each other, pushing my hand to the side as their pelvises move, find each other's clit. Hands are everywhere, as is the heat, the wet, and the hard. Suddenly a voice from the door. Guys, this is not the place for this type of activity. Caught by surprise, we all take in a breath. Mr. is the first to recover from the shock, saying, Sorry, sorry, the ladies made us do it. The room is thick with the smell of sexiness, and we all four walk out into the hard light of the foyer. Hard, wet, and steamy, and we haven't even made it past the foyer. Well, guys, that was some erotica that Daryl and I, as I said before, we sexted to another couple that we were meeting on a vacation and uh, had a little bit of fun with flirting with them, kind of going backwards and forwards. What did you think of it, Dee? Well, I think it was, I think it's got bones. It's got good bones. It's got good bones? It's got good bones, yeah. It's got a bone, an occasional bone in it. Yeah. A little tough to read. A little tough to read? A little tough to read, yeah. Perhaps when you're texting, you know, bouncing around in a cab on the way to, to uh, Mexico or to Desire, it becomes difficult to write in coherent sentences, so we we may have um, overshot a few, you know, just a, a few verbs and adjectives and stuff like that along the way. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely going to be interesting to uh, to edit that little piece of uh, erotica right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some recent uh, sexual activity, and in spe- specifically, I want to talk about anal play. Anal play. Yeah, and okay. the re- the reason is is because I don't know whether you've noticed and and. You know, I'd be interested to hear your take on this, but we have been having more anal sex recently than we've had in a while. So, for example, two recent nights out, we've come home and had some and had anal sex. One of them was a lot of dirty talking, and you were very surprised by that. And then more recently, just on last Friday, a lot more anal sex. Have you noticed that? Yes, I suppose I've noticed an uptick in the anal play. <laughs> an uptick in the <laughs> anal play. Yeah, I mean, anal sex is not our standard go-to, so it has been more frequent, yes. But it's, uh, I think it's 
there's been spaces between our sex as well that perhaps is driving that that need for being dirtier. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually. Sometimes if you have not connected with your spouse in a while, maybe some of those things that were, you know, not necessarily taboo, but some of those things that you kind of reserve for other times, like using things like spreader bars and, you know, that sort of stuff might be incorporated back in because you are kind of wanting to, like you said, kind of get dirty, but not just even get dirty, just really catch up gem hack a lot into the into uh, your vagina into that like into that sex session i don't know absolutely we jam pack a lot in there all the time yeah so thinking about three uh, four things thinking occasional watermelon three four things indeed actually so thinking about the recent anal play it was actually after our first night out after being in phase two of covid and we're in the taxi ride on the way home daryl why don't you tell the story from your perspective i'd love to hear it from you well, very uncommon, I think, that C is C is this crazy. You know, Kate's normally a little more reserved in public. Public play is not generally her go-to. But uh, the, in this particular case, on the way home from a dinner out, and we'd had we'd had a very good night, a lot of fun, a lot of wine, good good conversation, and we'd be also been locked up for well, nearly six months. Actually, for me, nearly six months. For for Kate, actually, longer than six months prior to this event. Yeah. So on the way home, in it's fairly standard for Kate to actually fall asleep in the cab on the way home. That's her go-to. But this time, she undid my fly and proceeded to put my cock in her mouth, which was a, a bit of a, a surprise, an exciting and awesome surprise, but a surprise nonetheless. Yeah, it is because obviously you're in um, – I have – in terms of being out in public and doing these kinds you of acts – terrified. Well, no, I like to respect people. And so in my mind, I'm like, this is really just, sometimes I'm like, this is disrespecting the driver. I mean, we've played in a taxi ride in Thailand with another couple before, soft swap. And, you know, I'm always like, oh, God, you know, the poor driver, if they see this, like, yeah, that's absolutely. pretty disrespectful. I'm sure the driver's really upset by the fact that he's watching a woman give a blowjob in the back of his cab. I'm sure that's on the top list of things that taxi drivers and Uber drivers and grab drivers are the most disgusted by. Well, in this particular instance, though, I was pretending, kind of pretending to sleep on you, but then slipping your dick in my mouth. Can I say, in this particular instance, he could not see anything, which is the same as most particular instances when your head is behind his seat. It's impossible for him to see you. So I gave you some head in the car. How, like, what was that? What's going through your mind? Do you enjoy it? Like, does it. Absolutely. When was the last time a man said, geez, that head was crap? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So, yes, it was great. I mean, uh, be happy for it to occur every time we got into a cab. (laughs) That's only because we don't in a car so we have to go everywhere in taxis i see what you're doing there yes absolutely that's exactly what i'm doing no i mean it it was fantastic it's nice to see you step out of your normal concern or empathetic concern for others and actually you know take something that you wish to do for a change because uh, your focus is generally on as you said, the first thing out of your mouth is I'm concerned about what they might think. Not think of you, but you know how it might impact their day. That's a, a nice change for you, and it's an uncommon change. It's not. It's not something you do regularly. Mm. So, talking about being in the taxi, I was wearing a, a like a really tight jumpsuit type thing. So you mm-hmm. couldn't touch my pussy, but you could touch the outside of the fabric, and because it was very, very tight, quite easy to actually. Um, start rubbing my clit, which is what you did. Now, we got out of the taxi, came inside the house and instantly pulled down my jumpsuit because that was quite easy. It's quite open at the top, so my boobs are everywhere. And, and again, just continued actually, to... Actually, got your boobs out on the way into the house. We did too, actually. Yeah. We took the stuff off of the, of the outside. but And then st- I, st- I started going down on you again, and then we started to move upstairs. And this is where I want you to take control of telling me exactly what happened and exactly... How my pussy felt. Okay, well, I mean, this is this is dangerous in that I may have a different memory to what you do, and hence get myself in trouble. 
But uh, so my name's we, Kate, by the way, just oh, in yeah, case yeah. you're wondering. Yeah, few. Uh, yeah, I, I think calling you by somebody else's name is probably the least of the worries. That's that, true. Given, I'm pretty sure. No, we didn't. We didn't. I didn't call you by anyone else's name. No. But we got uh, we got upstairs, yes. But there was, I mean, you you said, "Tell me how your pussy felt." I I don't think I actually made it into your pussy, did I? I thought I went straight into your ass. You actually did, but you were using the you were using some sex toys on me to begin with, and I actually shared a little bit about this story. You're looking very blankly, so that's that's awesome. Uh, I shared a little bit about this story. That's awesome! It was amazing sex. I don't remember the fucking <laughs> the, the, the step by step. If I had known that this was going to be a test, I would have I would have studied harder. Well, yes, you should have. Well, let's go do it again so I can, you know, get, get the study back up. So how, how we ended up with some anal play was that you we, we grabbed out all of these sex toys and had them on the bed, and one of them was the Enjoy um, stainless steel uh, sex toy as well. Mm, which was a present. Yes, and so you were using that on inside me. That's why I was asking how my pussy felt. So you were using that inside of me to give me G-spot simulation. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's why I'm confused. I can't feel how your pussy feels through a sex toy. That's not, that's not, a, that's not a thing. You should get on the better page then. Yeah, okay. So, well, well I mean, I did have um, – the interesting thing here is I suppose we started with the small end of the M-Joy. We did actually, yeah, because uh, yeah. that's interchangeable. And you, were, you, you were enjoying yourself on that. No, actually, I was playing with you for a while like that, and you were. rubbing it up against you, and, and rubbing your clit at the same time. And then I got the little toy, and then used that on my clit as well. Yeah. So, and then at that point is when you turned the M Joy over, and we're actually using the large end, mm-hmm. which unfortunately, you know, left me in a position where I had nowhere else to go other than a little bit of ass play. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were you were open to that to say. What's it like? So sometimes when you're obviously you know using toys on me, you might be on top of me, you might be like behind me. In in this particular case, you were you know legs were up in the air and you were downtown, just facing my pussy and mm-hmm. playing with like. In terms of you know using toys on me when you're in that position, what is it like? Do you it prefer that position over it's others? A great visual stimulus, let's say that. But the there is an awkwardness to it because your wrists your wrists don't curve the right way when uh-huh. you're doing that. So especially with the M-Joy being that it's a non-vibrating, you know, non-pulsing or anything, you have to physically move it, it does become a bit of an issue, which I think is the reason you took it over yes. halfway through is because I wasn't providing the level of satisfaction you were looking for. <laughs> it is true. You know, with some of these G-Spot toys, if the person is sitting down, you know, they're down looking at you, it can be very hard for them to actually manoeuvre them. this was all about sex. You're getting very deep into the... Yeah, uh, I'm just helping out. Yeah. So... So yeah, and then a little bit of lubric- lubricant on my cock, and a little bit, I think more, more than a little bit. Yeah, it was a reasonable amount uh, of silicon lube, and into your into your ass I went. Yeah, I can't remember actually if you entered me whilst I was still on my back or whether we'd flipped over. You were still on your back. I was on my back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you had uh, actually I didn't ask for consent on this one. It was just a. It was an obvious look from you that you were interested in being fucked in the ass, so I went straight with that. Yeah, well, I kept using the toy on myself too, so I think that was pretty clear that I was using the to- I was using yeah. the Enjoy inside of me. I had my small vibrator on my clit, and you were obviously about to fuck my ass. It's it's always interesting to feel the you know we've we've uh, been we've done DP once, mm-hmm. but it's always interesting to feel what other things feel like when they're in your pussy when when I'm in your ass and the M-Joy is quite nice because it's quite bulbous and you can I can feel it pushing 
over the rim of my head as I slide in and out of you. Well, I was going to ask that because when we're using other toys in me, like the enjoy is is hard, right? So if if you're thinking back to the times when you've fucked me in my ass and I've had other toys inside of me, like a silicon toy versus an enjoy, which is like a bit more flexible versus pretty hard, you know, what's your preference when you are feeling it slide against I, your hard I, cock? I think it's more that the enjoy is more obvious because it's such a, a spherical lump in the middle, whereas the the silicon toys or the toys we have that are not the enjoy are typically uh, penis shaped, you know, phallic shaped. So with that in mind, there's not as an obvious a step between no toy and toy. That's what is interesting about the enjoy is that you get that feel of that rub and the feel that you're pushing something out of the way. Yes, and which, in fact, so the Enjoy is, as Daryl says, got two two sides to it, and the big side in, and it wasn't enough space. I'm going to tell you now, when we were originally practicing for double penetration and I was using those toys inside of me, what I can tell you is after we were fucking for a little while and because we were kind of this in really intense, you know, moment, of it, you you were fucking me pretty hard in my ass. And so, yeah, absolutely. I think it's probably the hardest I've fucked you in your ass for a long time. Right. But and you, it, were, you, you seemed to be appreciative of being pounded. It was great, except they just got to a point where there was too much going on and the enjoy was, you know, there was just not enough room basically. So I did eventually remove the enjoy because I was like, I need to focus on you being in my ass and using the vibrator on my clit. It took mm. me ages to come because I think – it did. There was just a lot. There's a lot of things happening, and sometimes if you get, I think, a bit over stimulated, it can be perhaps detrimental to your mm-hmm. orgasm. It didn't take me very long to come. Just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> so you kept soldiering on after you after you'd come. After I'd come in your ass, yes, I continued to soldier on. Okay, it's now past ten minutes, by the way, and I'm not feeling any effects of this other than feeling quite dehydrated and thirsty, which may <laughs> or may have nothing to do with the the, the pill at hand. Okay, How's so, your um, Cialis going? Uh, Ten minutes in and I have an erection, but uh, can I say with the conversation we're having, this would be a normal side benefit to this anyway. Okay. So I don't know that... Do you I feel any know. different? No. Okay. No. Rating that sex, let's rate that sex. So <laughs> rating that sex above perhaps just other general sex that we've had. I mean, do you have a preference for that kind of just animalistic fucking? Well, we kind of missed some some stuff out of here. I mean, some of the things that you were saying to me were very sexy as well. Oh, do tell. No, no, you you tell me. You tell the crowd. I mean, you were you were in a very you were in a very sexy mood and were very much feeling the need for two guys to play with, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think you're probably I think maybe that was last time I was doing more dirty talk than than this time if I'm remembering correctly. But, yes, there were absolutely moments there where I was uh, talking about – there was moments there where I was, I was dirty talking you but also I was egging you, you on. And, yeah, I was being very, very slutty. Like I was saying with the enjoy still in me, like imagine if that was another cock rubbing against you. You know, can you feel me? I'm so full. That's another man's cock. And, geez, you know, he's so hard and, he, you know, that sort of stuff. I was like, he's so hard. He's going to come in me. Yeah, which was uh, – which given my – Shant for for male female male play was uh, was very exciting for me as well. Hence why you know my orgasm didn't take terribly long. Yeah, that combined with your sexy tight little ass just running up and down my cock it was uh, very exciting. And this is exactly why I say as well, you don't need to play certain things out in the lifestyle if you have a fantasy. Because for you, like having that fantasy, me dirty talking to you and saying like, yeah, he's in, he's in my pussy, you know, he's making me so tight. I bet you there's like, I was saying, 
you're barely fitting in my ass because he's making me so tight. You know, this, like I can feel the, I can feel him pulsing. He's pulling my pussy apart, like that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, if you, if we hadn't entered the the lifestyle, I think that would be, that would still drive you crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. The, it very much would. I think having the ability to close your eyes and see that as well, though, adds another level. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because we have seen that more than, you know, we've certainly seen DP once, but we've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of sexy play and have some very sexy videos yeah. that, that I can use now, during I, that as well. I will talk about the last time before we move off of anal play. I will talk about the last time we had anal play recently as well. And there was more dirty talk then, but this was super slutty. This yeah. was where so I this was. this is anal sex, right? Not anal is, play. This is anal sex. This is where I was telling you that like there's another man that I had, I'd laid out this entire story where there was another man there and you know I think we were at a party and like you know his wife was in the next room but he just he just needed to like fuck us and you know I, I needed to feel his cock inside of me and that was very outside of the norm for me that particular scenario but yeah. it was a super turn on at the time absolutely I think the took you by surprise Yes, it very much did because it's not your normal go-to. So it very much took me by surprise, by a, a positive surprise. Of course, it was it was exciting and fun and awesome. I really enjoyed it, and I, and I do like it when you talk dirty and especially spontaneously. You know, it's it's one thing to ask your partner, but to have them just do it because they feel like being that person is a very different scenario. All right. So should we get off of anal sex and move on to something else? Mm, Absolutely. All right. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk about a recent female male female fantasy that I had. Sounds awesome. Looking forward to it. Hey guys and welcome back. So this is a fantasy that I had a little while ago that I started to write out in a blog and then to be honest, uh, I got quite lazy and didn't do it. And recently during a Skype call we had with friends in Australia, I shared this fantasy with them. So Daryl has heard snippets of this fantasy, but I think it's a great time for us to kind of dig a little bit deeper into this and I guess pull it apart a little bit. Because it is very, very rare for me to have a fantasy that just involves another woman only. So female, male, female. Normally I would have fantasies that is group play or it's a threesome with two men. You know, it's pretty rare that I would have Isn't just... Isn't this a female, female, male? No, this is female, male, fa- female. Really? Yes. So there's no involvement between you and the lady? No. Oh, okay. I thought I must oh. be thinking of a different one. Oh my God, sorry to bother you. Sorry no, to upset no, you there, no. darling. Just, just want to get the... Uh, yeah, the order right. Now, the, like it matters. The interesting thing about my fantasies is that you know a little. A Speaking couple of, of dry mouth and how you got it from your pill, I'm actually in a bit of dry mouth. Well, you can probably take some water then, seeing yeah, as it's sitting right I, next I, to you. I, I plan to. I just wanted to give you a heads up on the way through that you know perhaps if I come later, it might be a spurt of dust, <laughs> of like just semen dust. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a group out there that would save semen dust for some point in the future. That's what Tinkerbell used to spray on people. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes them fly? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell, I might spray some semen dust on myself. I know, exactly. This fantasy, it involves another office and desk and desire type situation. And what I've come to realize more recently, again, kind of talking about those uh, seduction techniques and kind of that fantasy role play, is that these things are at the core of what makes me feel attracted attractive, desired, and all of these types of things. And that's why some of my fantasies involve this need and this pleasure and this desire. It's because that's what makes me feel um, 
sexy and horny. And that then evolves over to the lifestyle. So when we're out and we're at events and we're doing all these other things and we're meeting other people, if they're displaying these similar levels of interest and that desire, then that's definitely, one, it's going to show me that they definitely want to play with me. And two, it's going to make me horny. So I thought that was super interesting recently. Is that a shock to you at all? Not really, no. Cool, let's move on. So setting the scene... (laughs) This whole fantasy play involving this other woman but not really interacting with me is is interesting because it is, again, all about this desire, but it's about somebody pleasing me. Now, the, to give you a bit of backstory on it, in my head, this particular first character, this woman, has been doing sexual favours or, you know, giving blowjobs out or whatever to other people and they haven't been pleasing her appropriately or haven't been getting her off, like just to kind of set that level of baseline so you're going to explain what she's been doing because i think that's an interesting part of this fantasy oh okay so in my head one of the things that i thought about was that this the the male character has seen her or she's been on some like say tv or maybe like in the office camera he saw her maybe giving a blowjob to somebody in like a janitor's closet or something like that i don't know say for example that's what happened and why are you frowning at me because that's not what i remember you telling me it was yeah, that's it. I believe there was a table involved. Mm, there's a desk involved. It's coming up soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the idea, the premise behind this is that the gentleman, the man in the story, knows that this woman has not been has been giving pleasure but not receiving pleasure, and that's the whole thing, and he wants to rectify it. So that's what's happening here. So they're in the office, and she is now sitting on the desk with her legs open and her feet on the desk chair armrest. Um, and he's in the chair. So, again, a desk is involved. Now, in my head, she's wearing a, like a, a pretty simple outfit but super seductive anyway. So, like she's got, you know, the big thigh-high uh, stockings on. She's wearing a skirt. She's got a nice little white G-string that's slightly see-through. And she's wearing a business shirt but the buttons are slightly undone and so you can see her full full breasts in like a white see-through lacy bra like just to kind of paint the picture. And so her legs are open and he is telling her, you know, she deserves to be pleasured and she deserves to feel pleasure and, you know, like no man is going to make her come and he, he's going to fix this problem basically. Like that's the idea and he's in a suit and he wants to fix the problem. And so he starts basically giving her a yoni massage with her panties, uh, over the top of her panties. So he's feeling her a little bit. He's rubbing up and down her labia and just really taking the time to to please her. She starts getting wet. So you can see the wetness actually coming through these slightly see-through white panties. And this is all going on. But what you don't yet know is that there's another girl and she's under the desk. And this is the other girl that you're not really, that I'm not interacting with. So she is the slutty version of this other girl, if you will, and she's under the desk and she's in more provocative clothing and she's ready to take his cock into her mouth, basically. So hang on, which one of these girls is you? That's the interesting thing because I bounce between thinking about being both of them. Okay. But then also I bounce between also just being an innocent bystander somehow in the room watching all this uh, unfold. Okay. Right, so he, so she's now, she's wet now and she's moaning and she's leaning backwards and you can see her breasts and he starts to pulse, his cock starts to pulse in his pants and you know he's getting interested and this is kind of where this desire takes over. So he slightly pulls her panties to the side and it exposes her pussy and he's starting to again do the yoni massage. He's feeling 
her labia. He's massaging her. He starts to take his thumb and press it on her clit. And this is amazing. She is leaning back. She's arching. Her boobs are up. You know, she's really enjoying it. And his cock is absolutely pulsating against his pants. Now, this is where the other lady starts to unzip and let his cock come free. She was using her hands, rubbing up and down his cock, making him harder as he's performing for the other lady on top of the desk. And then she slides the zipper down and takes his entire cock in her mouth. Things are progressing up on the table, so now he wants to feel her. And so he's taken from doing a yoni outside massage, he wants to actually feel her, feel her wetness. And so he starts to slip his fingers inside of her pussy, one at first and then moving on to two fingers as he feels that he can expand her pussy a little bit more. This is driving him wild. He can feel how tight her pussy is. And as he's doing that, this other lady is absolutely going to town on his cock. So she's basically gagging on his cock. She's got his entire cock in her mouth and rubbing up and down it. She's got his balls cupped in her hands, squeezing them slightly. And he's trying to control himself. He's losing his mind a little bit because he's trying to be this, you know, in control man up above for the woman on the table and the woman underneath is making it extremely difficult for him to do so. And now he wants to taste her. He's losing his capacity to be calm and collected because this other woman is fucking him head fucking him, basically throat fucking him underneath the table and he can't stand it anymore. He wants to taste the woman in front of him. So he takes his two fingers out of her pussy and licks his fingers and then he puts his fingers into her mouth so she can taste herself. Again, her arch, her back is arched and she's really enjoying it being all the focus on her at the moment. Her legs start to widen a little bit more. She starts to move her ass forward to the edge of the table because she wants him inside of her. He then goes down on her and starts to lick her pussy in the folds. As he's doing that, the other woman starts to unbutton his pants even more to pull them down further to stop the restricting pants on his cock so she can get everything in her mouth. And that's where my story ends. Wow. I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, it's it's a great story. So, I mean, what... What part of this do you wish to experience? Because I know you said in the in the fantasy you slip between them. Do you actually want to experience this fantasy or are you just happy with it living in your head? I think I'd like to experience this fantasy. And, you know, I mean, I actually would like to experience the whole desk fantasy in a number of facets. And all of them are surrounding control and desire. So I would like to do this. And it is actually a bit of a shame because we were supposed to be going to Australia this month actually and seeing some friends and one of our friends in particular has a a fantasy for office and desk play yeah and there is actually a club in the city we're supposed to be going to that actually has an office and desk play area so it would have been a great opportunity for us to actually play out some of these uh fantasies and really kind of get into the mood and and i would like to experience them all you know Yeah, I could imagine that you could actually incorporate a guy into that scenario as well. Like later, you know, you could get a guy coming in and... I don't think it's necessary. It sounds like a pretty sexy... <laughs> I bet you don't. <laughs> sounds like a pretty sexy thing to start with, you know. I, I, I don't think adding a guy into it if it's not part of your fantasy is the way to go. I think try and play it out the way you've got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my female male female fantasy that, you know, I was too lazy to write down in a blog, but there it is. There you have it. Okay, so, uh, I mean, should I set out a, a, a plan to try and achieve this for you? Well, I think it would have to be back in Australia, if I'm honest. Like, I would like to see, or, or even, yeah, back in Australia, I would like to see this actually um, 
playing out like the characters in my head I have a very specific kind of body shape like height you know suit wearing type person and the other body shapes for the females in mind and who these characters would be so I think it'd be something we could probably do in Australia and on that actually on that whole organization of things um, we probably at some point will share how you've organized in the past different things but um, maybe not for this one. Okay, well, I mean, you don't want me to run through the script that I organised for your for your birthday? The gangbang? Yeah. I think that deserves its own – I think that deserves its okay. own um, – I have to find it again. I'm pretty sure of uh, – that, That's why I think probably that one's going to need to have some, some actual uh, – looking up of what you you arrange and honestly i think you could probably almost do a podcast episode on on that particular circumstance of how you arranged a gangbang and and what lengths that you actually went to to get that rolling yes and then it was all uh, that took that took quite a while that took months so yeah i did and then that was all put to put put to bed by one nasty little thing popping up yeah Okay, so let's uh, let's move on and let's do some clips of some from some previous podcasts and let's talk about it. Okay, we're back soon. All right, guys, and welcome back. So in this last segment to wrap up today's podcast, I wanted to share some of our journey with you guys. I want to go back into the archives and I've dug deep into the archives for a few of these, pulled out some snippets and we're going to see if one, if we can even remember these uh, sexcapades and then two, if we kind of had any thoughts on it. So here we go. This is from episode number six. So again, deep into the archives, guys, we've been podcasting now for over five years. We started in Sydney, Australia, and let's see what number episode number six had to say. Okay. Sex yes. Yeah, so we actually um, uh, both, well, both of the lads. Condom. Put on condoms. <laughs> yeah. Very um, important. Very important. And then um, uh, he proceeded to lay down and um, Kate proceeded to straddle over the top of him. And uh, I actually, I actually. Did you hear me? Uh, did you hear that, Daryl? Did you hear you just use the, the word Kate there in episode number six prior to when we were actually using our names? Yeah. Love it. We backed out at this point. I, well, not backed out. I shouldn't say that. I actually I said to the crowd, um, guys, I'm actually just going to step back and just watch this happen because, um, frankly, I'm not sure you get another chance to watch another man fuck your girlfriend. For the first time. For the first time, yeah. So um, I stepped back and took to, took a good view, which was uh, at, at well, the base of the bed. You didn't really know how you were going to feel about this either. As much as you wanted no. yeah. to experience this, as much as that you had this really sexual idea in your mind and you're actually... So this is actually talking about the first time that we ever had a threesome, Daryl. How do you feel about it? Do you remember it? Like, do. do you remember it clear in your mind? No, or? not clear. I mean, it's a long time ago. It's five years now. So mm-hmm. I remember parts of it. I don't remember all of it. I remember stopping and watching. I, I do remember that because I, I remember wanting to see what was going on. Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to play to the end of the clip now and then we can kind of talk about it a little bit. Yeah, oh, gotcha. Where? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the explanation there. You, you, you're, you're wet as the ocean. <laughs> Better? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, sea was, uh, sea was, I'll say, close to dripping at this point. There you go. So that's episode number six. That was our first ever male female male threesome in Sydney, and you are right. You know, in that in that episode, you said you don't really get you don't get another chance to see your partner um, have sex with somebody else for the first time, and 
And looking back now, the fact that you did stop and kind of take a moment and pause and, and that you weren't, I guess, too intoxicated, because we do hear that sometimes people are too intoxicated, they can't really remember the first time. I mean, all of those things to me now looking back after six years in this lifestyle, five, six years in this lifestyle, I think we unknowingly did that really well or you unknowingly did it really well. Um, I suppose, you know, you sometimes have a plan in mind in terms of what you expect that experience to run like and up until that point, it had actually run exactly as I wanted it to in my fantasy, in my fantasy. And um, it's a real shame, the, the individual that we had that first, uh, first play with, it's a real shame that we didn't get to experience that a few more times. Yeah, that was a real shame actually. So that was unfortunate. Because yeah, he was right up your alley and, and he ticked all the boxes for me as well. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yep. Um, back to the sex pills situation, how's the erection going over there, Daryl? Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's dropped off a little bit dropped off. from the last time you asked. Yeah. Okay. Mouth's still a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a combination of us talking, me constantly talking. No, because my mouth doesn't normally get this dry during podcasting. So I would say it's had some sort of effect. What effect that is, I have no idea. Yep. So still zero effect over here and it has been now half an hour. Yeah, that's not really a surprise. Not a surprise. So there's no reaction to the sexy stories from you at all. I mean, it is nice sitting here in lingerie, you know. I think that's definitely made it feel a little bit sexy and it's nice. You can sit in lingerie in our house anytime you want. <laughs> it is nice kind of talking about these uh, sexual ex- escapades and I do miss it. I miss it actually. Um, you know, since we've been in quarantine, I think the last time we played with friends was kind of New Year's. I had a solo play session in Miami in very early January, but that's it. We haven't done anything with anybody since then, so it's been six yeah, months. I think it's time. I mean, we've got a guy potentially on the hook. I think it's time for us to set up a date on the weekend. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Yeah, and it, see if we can get you fucked. Well, the issue is, is that I really want to do it in a hotel and we can't, we're not allowed to rent hotels here yet in Singapore as, as locals, which is a bit of a shame, so... That's that's unfortunate because I really want it to be in a hotel rather than yeah, at again, our home. Yeah, where, where we've been for six months, where I have to go and spend the time to clean the friggin' house, and I've got to do all of that. I mean, so you've, we come have on. To, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but just want to just want to stretch that to include us both. All right. We, uh, so yeah, I mean, we can always we could always assess that. All right, so let's assess move. the risk versus reward. Yeah, let's move on now to episode number thirty. I'm my hands up for DP. Just saying. Luxurious towels. Very nice. Very luxurious. Damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to steal a couple on the way out because the room wasn't in our name. <laughs> hey, can we steal your towels? Ooh, are those slippers? What size are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the feel of that robe. So I learned today that also slip. So this was actually one of the first play sessions we had in Singapore. Yes. And uh, I know exactly where this is. You know where it is. Yeah. I, I'm going to fast forward some of the audio of this one just to move it forward a little bit. But I was I was cracking up. And um, what was really interesting and, and obvious to me as well for anybody who's out there listening to us for the number of years we've been podcasting is just how bad some of the episode quality was with, oh, with audio. Lord, this is all terrible. Yeah. yeah. Really, really bad. So if you've been listening to us and you've hung in there, thanks, guys. Congratulations. You guys right there. You guys are the real MV- MVPs. You're... you're- Oral warriors. Yeah. All right, let's crack on. Episode 30. Comes and it's like, I'm sorry, did you want me to sit on a two-litre Coke bottle? The nub. The, the nub? You're going to call it a nub? It's a nub, yeah. Okay, the nub that goes uh, is, is meant to go inside the, the woman who's doing the – it would be lucky if it's two inches long. So it just doesn't have enough purchase, I don't think. <laughs> 
So what we're actually talking about there was one of the, the first experiences we had in Singapore where Dee absolutely shagged the pants off the lady to the point where you were sweating so profusely. And you were, you were ta- uh, tacking me off with a, yep. with a cloth. I yes. came and I was the, the, the ultimate wingman with the assist. Wingwoman. The wingwoman with the assist. definitely a wingwoman, I've checked. Now, that episode as well was one where you'll hear me quoting knitting a fucking sweater. So if you've ever heard that saying and you're wondering where that came from, it came from episode number 30 or our first. Uh, I was fucking a knitting sweater, whereas you were knitting a fucking sweater. Mm, Near enough. Okay. It's, I mean, it just the joke's got to work. Well, it doesn't, but I mean, tr- Silver Star for trying? What do you want yeah, from me? I mean, Silver's good. It's, it's, I mean, it's, I'd be ha- more happy with Platinum, but. You know what I liked about that session, though, just to give some props to it, is the fact that she had beautiful lingerie. She did. You know, I, I really liked that. And she, she was very flexible, too, actually, if I yep. remember. Super flexible I, like I her. Mean, you, had a, you had a horrific time, but I actually had quite a good time. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually, when you were fucking her at one point, I was behind you and, like, touching, like, over the top, my hands over the top, like, touching her, pulling her into you, pushing on you so you were fucking her even deeper. You know, so that was... It was a lot of fun. And, I mean, it was, I think, the man that you were supposed to be shagging had a lot of fun as well there, sitting back watching. Watching, uh, watching porn on his iPad. Yep, cool. Rather was... than being involved in the live porn that was there to be had. Just saying, dude. All right, shit. let's move on to the next one. Let's have a listen. Episode 35. Then I, yeah, the asshole thing took me by surprise. Yeah. I've actually, I've only had one person, I think, touch my butt when we were mid-play. Wow. Not, I mean, outside of our, like, when we were in the live stuff. This is what I'm saying. Like these That's a are a long time ago. Yeah, man. <laughs> You've had a lot of people touch your butt. Since I have then. had so much surprise, like anal interaction during sex. Not, not, not anal sex, but sort of anal touching or, or, or um, or the occasional rimming, rimming. Yeah, anal play by surprise. So let's have a look. <laughs> um, so that took me by surprise. Plus, so also, who, who, when when did that happen? Um, with our um, friends from Sydney. Okay. Mm. Okay, I don't don't remember. I mean, it's because I, I mean, I'd only remember it if it was exceptionally good or exceptionally bad. That's what you remember, right? Um, I think probably because also it was like just during. It you was know, just. Mid-play. It was like during a puppy pile versus oh, my okay. butt yep. sitting in the air and. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you reckon now you have actually realised that there's surprise anal happening? Or not surprise anal, but surprise anal play of some description. Oh, fingers, it's be, it, there's a, there's better than one a year, I would think. Yeah, but but it's it's kind of gotten to the point now for us that it's uh, the awkwardness for you is not about the play. That's the funny thing, right? The awkwardness for you is the concern that something might be wrong because you haven't had the requisite clean up. Which I, I don't know what that is: bleaching and fucking <laughs> scrubbing off with a you know with a t- with a towel and then. Uh, I don't know, rose petals tapped against it for the 45 minutes before. Mm-hmm. That's your concern, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not so much that you're worried that your anus is like off, out of bounds for this sort of thing. It's more that you just feel like that you might have um, you might have not pre-dressed for it. You might be wearing a T-shirt and shorts rather to than a tuxedo. To a tuxedo event, yeah, to a cocktail party. <laughs> I think that uh, – I think there is definitely a certain facial feature, a f- certain facial expression oh, that I, can I tell pull you exactly what the expression is when when I get surprise anal play. Yeah, it's really wide eyes. <laughs> it's like your arsehole's pushing your eyes out the front of your head. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so let's have a quick listen to some more snippet out of episode thirty-five. See what happened. 
are you okay and do you want this? Yeah, you, you have this look and it is pretty hilarious because you're bald that you get when you have like this raised eyebrow. And this happened, this happens five or six times during a session. It's kind of like, no, but you're also, you raise your eyebrows, you kind of like jag your eyes to one side and you kind of give me this like, meh kind of look. Well, at. that's me checking to make I sure know. you're okay. I'm just saying it happens multiple times and it's, it's yeah, you've, you've got this like. Well, I'm glad you know the look because that's what the fucking looks for. <laughs> it's to make sure you're, you're, everything's okay. Actually, and, and sometimes not- you do lip like, there you go, man. <laughs> and, and just for the record, <laughs> see, he's horrible at reading lips. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's why I said, Mega Man. Because <laughs> you don't I'm, even know what I'm asking. I'm like, what? Cheese and bacon. <laughs> what, what? What? In the middle of. Who's, what? Who smells or tastes like cheese and bacon? What? France Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> That's so still true. Yeah, you still can't read lips. You still have a funny look. So yeah, absolutely. I would just like to say that that episode extraction from 35 still valid. Still absolutely valid. I mean, it's totally the case and your confusion. Yep, your your confusion around um around what I'm saying when I when I lip you something is still the same. Absolutely unlost. And sometimes in club atmospheres too it's really hard to hear as well. So even if you were speaking you're like, "Do you want a condom?" I'd be like, "The dog needs to go outside for a walk. What now?" <laughs> Don't say walk. I know. The dog will hear you. I know, true story. <laughs> All right, let's listen to this last one before we close up today's episode. This is episode number 42 we're about to do an extraction from now. He invited me to fuck you. Oh, that's right. I remember this now. So it was very awkward funny. What was awkward? That you were like, please, sir, you go first. No, 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 no. I couldn't possibly. You go first. Like you were lining up or opening a car door or having having a meal at the buffet. I believe your comment was, we don't need tickets for this, boys. (laughs) Yeah. It was a bit weird. (laughs) It wasn't weird. It was cool. Kind of funny. He made a nice off. He was being a gentleman is what was happening. All right. He wanted to see me fuck my wife. Mm-hmm. Probably because – do you think because he's trying to figure out – do you remember which one this is? No. No? Okay. Let me see if I can find an next piece that will actually give you – it will give the game away. Let me see if I can find it. No, this is the, the liquid. I'm about to hop on top. D goes in with the assist and, and passes me the, the lube. The lube. You put it on But I put way, way too much. Way, way too much. It was like I was shampooing my hair. I don't know what the hell happened there. And I put it on and I thought, what, and I said, actually, I said out loud, what the hell am I going to do with all this excess lube? So D comes in. We actually kind of almost shake hands and slide our hands off each other. He takes the excess lube and I would say catch cry of the night mm-hmm. was your comment. Yeah. Which was? Which was uh, swinging as a team sport. Yeah. <laughs> now do you know where that was? No. Okay, so that was, that's episode 42, and that was when we had sex. We had a threesome with that guy with the huge cock. Uh, Yes. And I I overestimated my lube consumption. I I don't know that you did, actually, in that particular instance (laughs) because it was a gargantuan penis. Yes. And 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 you probably could have done with it later on in that podcast where you exclaim. Yes. What did you exclaim? That was deaf. I got a little bit too excitable. (laughs) <laughs> on that cock and the, the next day definitely there was like cowboy walking moments what to be you, had what did you say out loud oh it's one of my favorite lines oh yeah fuck me harder with that big cock i think was roughly <laughs> yeah. 
that's pretty much it. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was, uh, and I was actually sitting back watching that. And I looked thinking, you dead in the eyes while this other guy was fucking me. He was on top of me in missionary. He was pounding you actually. He was, yeah. It was very sexy. And I looked over at you. I think you might have been sitting in a chair, even like yep. in the corner of the hotel. No, room. no, not quite that weird. Okay. And I looked over you dead in your eyes and I said, oh, yeah, fuck me hard with your cock or fuck me with your hard cock or something to that effect to because it was like a really sexy atmosphere and I was enjoying it. One one of the things I learned about you with a a big cock at that point is that I really enjoy – the uh, there's there's a there's a porn name for it, but I can never remember what it is. But when the guy pulls out and it sort of draws your um, vagina back out a little bit with it, I think it's called draw out or something like that. But it's very sexy to see that happen to see you. But you're not generally a fan of huge cocks. I mean, you you have a fairly easily broken, <laughs> especially thick cocks. Yeah. You know, thick cocks definitely. I think more than than length. So girth versus length is definitely something that can break the cookie quite easily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't mean you won't have a crack at one. Oh, I have a crack and I overuse lube. I mean, I'm I'm basically a one woman, you know, carnival over here. If you want some if you want some humor relief in the bedroom, yep. look me up. And if you've got a huge cock, I'm more than happy for you to look us up as well because it's one of my favorite things. It is. It is Even a very. Though it's not necessarily C's favorite thing. It is definitely a, a common fantasy for it to be stretched and stuff like that, especially for for hot wifing couples to, to have. Yes, it actually is. You've done very your research common. on that. Huh? I have done my research on that. Okay, so is that something we we can explore at some point? Further stretching of of my pussy. Just a just another just finding a guy with a huge cock. Well, yes and no. See, the thing about all of this is that you you kind of got to work up to these things. Like right now, I'm out of practice. That's what I can tell you. And so right now, I would not. And I mean, you, there's more option for you to practice at home if you choose that option, of course. But I'm talking about with other people and different shaped cocks and, you know, like girthier cocks and that sort of thing. And it's it's interesting because, I mean, the last time I saw, I think it was like a GIF on Twitter or something like that. And, um, and yes, it is GIF, not GIF. I'll stand by that. And it was, yeah, I think like a, a guy with a huge cock just pulling out of a, of, of a pussy. And I remember looking at that going, no, 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 no. Make it stop. Make it stop. No, no. And then he pulled out of a pussy and went into her asshole and I almost like – Fell off your chair. Spat my coffee at my phone. Really? Yeah, I was like, mm. no, Jesus. Like that would be painful. Mm. Yeah, um, I like all those things. You just got to work up to it. Like yes, obviously all those people have done pre-work and everything else. They're not just doing that, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, when you see it sometimes it's like, whoa, I don't know. <laughs> that's like a kick to the nuts for a guy. It is right? a kick to the every nuts. Man, every man in the world knows exactly what a kick to the nuts feels like. And as soon as they see one in any fashion, the first reaction is the gulp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Righty-o. So, everybody, that has been the Explicit Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Daryl, YouTube. Can you tell everybody a little bit about what's going on with YouTube? Um, for any of the any of you out there who haven't come across YouTube yet, it's this video streaming platform. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's actually quite good. Get in now, buy shares quick. You yeah, know. yeah, before it really takes off. Before it takes off. <laughs> what are those uh, penny shares or what are they called? Penny stocks? Penny stocks, yeah, YouTube, penny stocks. Get it now, yeah, get it yeah, now. Absolutely. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. YouTube, we have a, a YouTube channel now that we're running around 
um, Swingers React. So it's us reacting to Swingers movies. And we've reviewed a few now. So we like honest feedback. Yeah, we've done a couple and they, I think they're, they're kind of funny on our end and we've enjoyed reviewing some of the movies and we're hoping that people will watch some of the movies along with us as well. Yeah. So check it out. It's So it's uh, it's shameless non-monogamy with SDU, but if you just go to our website, swingingdownunder.com, I've now got a video section there which just links straight to YouTube. Yeah, it's the easiest that. way. Yeah. Much easier. Otherwise, it's super duper hard. Yeah, but please buy stocks in YouTube. Yeah, buy some of those penny stocks. But, it, yeah, if you're over there, um, please click on the – no, don't do that. <laughs> nice. No, we did. And thank you to everybody who actually did subscribe to that because we've had a few issues with YouTube um, thinking that we were doing something wrong outside of the terms of service. And so the fact that we did have so many people subscribe, it actually did help us. So cheers, guys. Otherwise, though, that is episode number 108, the explicit episode. I want to thank the hell out of you guys for listening. And enjoy your sex. Can I play the intro music just one more time on the uh, way out? I'm, I can take my headset off, so yeah. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I I don't agree. You don't like it? It's <laughs> This just is an explicit, so explicit, explicit podcast by Swinging, Swinging Down Under. If you're underage or don't want to listen to threesomes, sex stories or sex positions, then please skip this episode. Morning. Morning. <sighs> <sighs> That little, that little moan at the end really just sums it up. It's so good. All right, guys, we hope that you are healthy, happy, and enjoying your 2020 as best as you possibly could. Uh, it's been another episode of Swinging Down Under. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. Daryl, send us home. See ya. If you're looking for more ways to interact with Swinging Down Under, you can catch us on Twitter at Swing Down Under. You can also catch us on Instagram, Swinging Down Under, or head over to our website, swingingdownunder.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you would like to send us an email, jump online, do it at cnd at swingingdownunder.com. If you've got podcast topics, questions, you want to talk about your journey, you can also support the podcast through our website by clicking through on any of the affiliate links or alternatively to jumping over to patreon.com forward slash swingingdownunder and sponsoring the podcast. If you can't do any of those things, but just want to make a feel good day, leave us a five-star review. Cheers, everyone. And thank you again for supporting Swinging Down Under podcast.